0: Hey everybody, welcome back. This is episode two, Phantom Power Music. My name is Taylor Williams. I am your host. Is my name Taylor Williams? I don't know. You'll have to go back to listen list of episode one and figure that out. This is the show where we listen to unsigned artists, independent artists. We break down the theory and the composition, and if you dig it, You send them some sats, value for value. That's what we are about. This show will be, you know, 13, 14, 15 minutes. We're still working out the technology. I got to say, man, for all you podcasters out there that are doing this full time, holy macro, man. This is work. Like, this is not easy. Just making sure you got all the notes in the right place and all the gear working and all your mics and all that stuff. And this good stuff. It's a lot of fun. One of the things i did to get better at this is i set up my piano so i can kind of play along or show you some stuff um so all right let's jump in we're going to talk about a really beautiful song from amber sweeney song is called be well we heard it on the boostagram ball episode four i believe you can read the review for be well on our website Amber is from Portland, but she is a resident of Nashville now. I believe she is a vocal teacher. She has been writing and releasing music for quite some time. Really great songwriter uh, in the singer-songwriter Americana vibe with also a lot of gospel and blues and neo-soul influences, uh, which is right up my alley with all those sexy piano voicings, right? ¶¶ stuff. Love it. I love her style. I love her voice. So here's a couple of things that stood out to me with respect to this track. I'm going to, I'm going to give you these things to listen to, and then we're going to play the track and then we'll come back and talk about it a little bit and move on to the next one. Uh, this song is in B flat and that's 79 BPM, right? I love the intro. Very nice, subtle, easy acoustic guitar with a nice little descending line. That is not typical. If you're in Nashville, you hear a lot of 145, you know, 2561 stuff all the time. Um, and this is not your typical chord progression. And I'm very thankful for that. That always piques my interest. Also, the vocal tones, you don't hear her use any words just yet, but you can tell uh, by her vocalizations, by her little riffs, that there's some serious talent there. There's some serious chops there. So first verse, the two things that stood out to me, uh, that faint B3. and if you don't know what a B3 is, uh, it's an organ, right? Um, and then those uh, voicings off of the Rhodes piano were really pretty too. Great keyboard work. Those are the things that stood out to me in the first verse, aside from Amber's voice and the de- and the uh, descending chord progression which are lovely pre-chorus the band subtly comes in so nice really nice presentation of the band coming in it's a heavy topic it's a heartfelt topic it's a lovely topic and it requires just a gentle entrance and that is exactly what they do and the kick and bass pattern is just tight it's so lovely and i love how politely the, the band steps in and i love how solid the mix is and I really hope that you get a chance to listen to this song with cans on. And if you don't know what cans are, I mean, nice set of headphones. Do not listen to music in earpods. ear pods. They will do you no service. Go out. If you love music, do yourself a favor. Get yourself a $100 pair of headphones, like some AKGs or some Mackies or Sonys or something. Something that covers up your ears so you can really hear the music as it was intended to be listening to. To be listened to. Um, so... Love the intro of the band in the pre-chorus. Love the kick and bass pattern. Um, when Amber belts out the word change, it will make you sit up in your seat and take notice. And it's like, oh, crap, I'm in church. Like, this is this is coming. Something beautiful is coming. She's got that tone. She's got that control. The other thing that I really love about this pre-chorus is the core changes coming into the chorus right you want to call it a flat six you want to call it a sharp five for those of you who don't know theory one two three four five right do re mi fa sol la ti do one through eight so there's our five but the way she does this that sharp five flat six whatever you want to call it into that five to set up the chorus is killer not too many people use that type of uh, chord change that's some very smart songwriting Uh, You can't use it too much because then you're smarty pants, um, you know, and not everybody likes Steely Dan, (laughs) Um, but I love, love it here. It's so fits the vibe. It's just perfect. Um, Then in the chorus, the chorus hits you like a warm bath. The whole thing is so comfortable. It's so well put together. And notice, too, how the lyrics are very uplifting. They're very supportive. And so is the band. Like the band's moving up as well. It's got an ascending chord progression, right? Like you just can't help but feel happy when you hear that type of progression. Now I'm I'm using those chords and I'm riffing on it a little bit, right? But it's uplifting, as are the lyrics. And I love attention to detail like that. I love attention to detail like that. Really great songwriting. And then in the more contemplative parts, like in the second verse, the chord progression starts to go down, starts to descend. Absolutely, as well it should. Really smart, really smart writing. All the backgrounds, uh, all the BGs, the background vocals are stellar, very tasty. Again, the whole mix is brilliant all the way throughout. I think Amber did the backgrounds. They're fantastic. Um, I love the way the keyboard player uses the Leslie speaker, how they turn it on and off. The Leslie speaker is the thing that spins and gives you the vibrato off of the organ. Whoever did that chef's kiss, dude, ma'am, whoever you are, brilliant playing. Um, And then there's some really subtle percussion and there's some subtle congas, which are just fantastic. Again, listen to it with your cans on so you can really get all of this now you're going to want to crank this tune up if you're driving down the highway and roll down the windows because it's that type of vibe but do yourself a favor get your cans on and listen to this beautiful track from amber sweeney and it's called be well check it out <laughs>
1: I'm in search for the key. But not that shame.
0: See what I mean? I mean, what a beautiful track. Now, if you like that track, here's what you got to do you got to send her some sats, right? Value for value. That's why we're doing this. You got to send her some Satoshis. So back it up a little bit on the podcast and boost it, zap it, do whatever you needed to do, but uh, show her some love and support. And send her some Satoshis. That is what value for value is all about. That's why we're doing this podcast. Um, and I, had, I just had another funny thought about uh, this song. And I hope a- Amber chuckles at this if she hears it. If that is a breakup song. And if I was on the receiving end of the bad breakup news, after hearing a song like that, I would be like, you got it. No problem. I'm moving on alone without you and everything's going to be just fine, right? Like, it's just such a positive, uplifting song that I couldn't help but I was trying to think, it's like, is that a breakup song or is that a life path song? Man, if that's a breakup song and I'm on the receiving end of the breakup news, that's going to make me feel like $100. <laughs> All right. So send her some sats, value for value. We're on to the next tune. All right, so for the next song, we're going to talk about Why Did You Do This To Me by a pop artist out of uh, the Salt Lake area by the name of Benny Jeans, which is a really cool name, right? Benny Jeans. Um, This is a really great example of current pop, and and it's probably bedroom pop. And, And when we say bedroom pop, we mean the artist created it in their bedroom. Um, this is a great example uh, of it. The sounds are very current. Um, the structure is very simple. It follows the classic pop, you know, verse chorus, verse chorus, bridge chorus format. Um, but pay attention to all of the little parts in here. The whole song is a very delicate balance. There's not a lot of chords in it. It's in E, right? He's primarily bouncing back and forth between E major (laughs) 7. And an A major 7. I just gave you a preview of the chorus. Track's coming in about 119 BPM beats per minute, right? Um, Beautiful open chords. Nice use of the 3 chord in the the pre-chorus. And a three-five-four turnaround in the chorus is really tasty too. Um, but what strikes me about this song, and why I like it so much, is that if you start pulling individual pieces out, the song really starts to fall apart. And the reason why is because the the parts are very specific and they're very simple. In many respects, it, it kind of reminds me of a U two song. Like the song, the the parts in and of themselves aren't very. Um, uh, spectacular, per se, To, to maybe, maybe that's not the right word to use, but um, if you start pulling them out, then the song falls apart, right? Like, y- you got two guitar-picking parts in here that are really cool, one down on the low frets and one on the high frets, and that's what kind of drives the song. And you got two keyboard parts that are really great. One is just some simple pads, meaning big, fat chords, and one is uh, an arpeggiator, you know, just a pattern that... And that's not the right pattern, but that's what an arpeggiator is. It just, it's kind of like, right? So there's an arpeggiator going through there. There's a pad going through there. There's a low picking part on the guitar. There's a high picking part on the guitar. Bass and drums don't change that much. Um, And then you got the vocals and the vocals are fantastic. It's very Charlie Puth-ish. He's got a strong chest voice and a strong falsetto. That's the high voice that, you know, or a head voice, as they say. Um, pay attention to all of those things. And if you can, when you listen to these songs, like try to zero in on just one instrument, try to listen to the song and just listen to like that key, big keyboard pad or try and listen to the song and just listen to the bass line. And you'll start to see what I mean in terms of how delicate this thing is. And if, it all, and if you start pulling sounds out, the whole thing falls apart. The other thing that I really like about this song is the contrast between how upbeat and happy the song is with respect to how gut-wrenching these lyrics are. And, and, and I won't give away the, the, the uh, I won't bury the lead. So to or I will bury the lead, I should say. I, I, I'm not going to give it away. But it, it's a great example of how uh, a sad situation can still be pulled off with happy music, for lack of a better term. And, and I, I really dig that dichotomy you know, whereas Amber in the last song really did a great job of letting the music kind of help drive the, the message. Uh, Benny jeans is kind of using it in a different fashion. Um, uh, and, and that's a powerful tool, you know, because the, there are times when we want to feel great, uh, in the midst of pain. And this is a great example of how you can do that. Uh, that dichotomy in songwriter has always fascinated me. Um, I think that's all that I wanted to bring up about it. It's a really pretty song. Great example of modern pop, bedroom pop. It's by a guy named Benny Jeans. It's called Why Did You Do This To Me? And if you like it, send him some sats. i So that's pretty great, huh? That's a great pop song. The the other thing I love is the intro. It's like the classic AM radio intro, right? 22 minutes past the hour, 67 degrees. Coming to you live from downtown Salt Lake by the Sears and Roebuck. Here's Benny Jeans. I just love that kind of stuff. I think it's really cool. So great song, value for value. Send him some sats. He deserves it. Uh, that's why we do this podcast, to support indie artists and get them some uh, Satoshis. So so that'll do it, folks. That is episode two in the books. I apologize for lying to you and saying I could do this in 15 minutes. Obviously, I can't. I like to talk. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please tell your friends about it. Uh, please subscribe here on Fountain. Please boost it. Uh, We could always use another microphone. We're not uh, ashamed to say that. And uh, we will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. All right. Smile for the mugshot.